Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to Radio with Gibby. It's your boy Mark Gibbs, Gibby Gibbs, Gibbs, whatever you may know me by. You know, we back at it again one more time from the city of Sacramento, California. And mind I say, today is a very beautiful day. That's one great thing about living in California. The weather is normally pretty nice. I mean, you do have the time of year when it does rain a little bit more than normal, which is normally the winter time. And then, of course, you know, we have those unfortunate things like the fires that happen out here. Uh, thankfully, I haven't experienced too many earthquakes since being here. I was in one back in, I want to say, 2014. That was a pretty interesting experience. Funny thing about that, that was not the first earthquake I've been in. I was in one when I was up in Delaware uh, a few years back. I was like 2011, 12, something like that. But uh, other than that, hey, California, for the most part, be hitting you up with that nice weather. That's why so many people want to live here and call this place home. And uh, speaking of calling this place home, you know, something interesting about that. uh, I had a memory pop up on my Facebook today. And most of the time, I kind of like ignore the memories or I look at them real quick because my life has changed a lot. Right. But that's the thing about life. Life is constantly changing. It's it's fluid. It's always moving. It's not really static. And so there's nothing wrong with going back and looking at where you were and where you've come from. And so, you know, when I talk about calling California home, because it has been my home for a while now, at least since you can say 2014. I read something and my memory was posted back in March 2015 and it said traveling is awesome I've been to some pretty cool places as of lately but nothing can compare to having a place you can call home to come back to home truly is where the heart is I can say I live in a place where my heart is and that is a blessing I am thankful for Don't forget the little things in life. They can make a big difference. And so, you know, what's crazy about me posting that is that status was based on a completely different set of circumstances than what I'm in right now. When I posted that status, my life was completely different. The traveling aspect of it was still true. And that's the part that I find interesting that remains true is because I'm still doing the same job I was doing back then traveling the world as a flight engineer in the Air Force but the part about calling a home where my heart is although that part is still true it's true for a different reason back then that was before I met my ex so my son wasn't born yet right I, I that was when I basically I came out here and if some of you know me who are listening Y'all know there was a part in my life where I was really in tune with, um, I don't want to say really in tune with Christianity. I'll say I was really in tune with religion and I had a lot going on on that front. That's a part about me that some people may remember, some people may or may not know, but I was very heavily involved in the church I was going to, uh, you know, being in the military and in the years I've been in. There are often times where you kind of feel alone. And I was very thankful because uh, the pastor of that church and his family, his extended family and all of them 
had really like taken me in as one of theirs. And I, I really felt like I had a family. I was very involved in a lot of the way the church was ran and the different activities there. Uh, I was uh, close to his family. I made other friends who had went there. And, you know, overall, it was a really good time in my life. I, I really enjoyed it. Now, you know, things aren't that way today because, you know, life changes, people change. And in between then and now, things have transpired that, you know, it's not the same. You know, that church isn't the same. The people going there aren't the same. I'm not the same. Um, there's a lot of things that happened that made the circumstances different. But I'm still thankful for the love and, and, and the care that I felt back then, which, you know, helped me to be able to call a place home, you know, besides where I was from, you know, being where I'm from. Once you join the military, you know, you move around a lot and I can still go back and appreciate that. Right. Just because things aren't the way that they were or they're not the same. It doesn't mean I can't still appreciate that. And as I said before, the part about it that's funny is that now, you know, my home is wherever my son is. My son is in California and either one or two things is going to happen when I leave. He's leaving or if I got to stay because he's here, then I'm staying because he's here. You know, that's where my heart is. And so that status still rings true today. I just got done getting back from a trip when I was traveling um, again for work. You know, I take sometimes for granted uh, going to Japan and Korea. And, you know, that's where we went this time. Alaska, you know, we went there this time. And a lot of people will never get to see those places in their life and they don't take it for granted. People are always asking me to send them pictures and I'm always like, uh, because I've got thousands of pictures over the years from these places. But in all actuality, like I don't take that for granted. I know I might seem kind of like, oh, you know, I'm, I'm here again. And all my friends, they always remind me and laugh at me about that. Like, oh, you're just so nonchalant about traveling the world. But it's a real blessing. Right. And it's amazing. And. That, you know, even in the military, there are a lot of people in the military that I'll never, ever get to the point that I've been able to get to just traveling for my job, not personal traveling, traveling for my job. And so I don't take that for granted. And I thought that waking up this morning, reading that status, I thought that was really interesting. So just wanted to put that out there and, uh. You know, speaking of thinking back to certain things, because that was a nice little reminder. That kind of leads me to what I want to talk about a little bit today. Right. And thinking back to the past and things that I've done before. And, you know, the other day I was thinking while I was kind of in my head a little bit. Right. It's getting ready to shower or whatever, getting ready to go and take care of some stuff but I was in my head and I started to think about a situation that was I don't want to say starting to come up but a situation that I've been dealing with for a few weeks now and this situation involves another person that's all I'm going to say and I started to kind of revert back to what I would do in the past 
the way I would handle this situation in the past. I started to kind of revert back to that. And then I thought, you know, to myself that number one, doing what I was getting ready to do could have some real consequences that I really wasn't trying to face. And the other thing I thought back to was at what point in time am I going to learn and or not learn? At what point in time am I going to apply the lessons that I have learned in my life? And it brought me to this point right here. Our actions have consequences, sometimes good and sometimes bad. With that being said, in order to avoid unwanted consequences, application is key. Application is key. At what point in time in life do we actually sit down and apply the things that we have learned? When does that actually happen? When do we actually apply the things that we have learned? And it kind of made me think a little bit. I want to think back to the lessons that I've learned in the last two years, just the last two years. That's a manageable sample size, right? You know, we're in 2019, so we can maybe say the lessons I've learned you know, in the years of 2017 and 20, uh, 2018 and 2017, right? And maybe even a little bit in 2016, but that's something that I want you all to do as well. Think back to the last two years, right? Or three, however many years, take a small sample size so you don't overwhelm yourself and think back to the lessons that you've learned. Now, me personally, I've learned a lot of lessons. But I can say there are a couple or a few that stand out to me when I think immediately like, hey, what lessons have I learned in the last few years and how can I apply that? Lessons in dating. Woo. Woo. Lessons in dating. Man, I don't talk much about the things that have kind of transpired over the last couple of years I am going to talk more and more about that but you know some of you may or may not know here's a bombshell for some of you all or maybe it's not so at one point in time I was married not married anymore right most of my friends know that my family knows that so there are a few people still here and there who think that you know I'm still married because I mean, in all honesty, it kind of all happened really quickly. Now, I will put this disclaimer out there. I have no problem with my ex. Me and her, we get along great for my son. Um, You know, in a perfect world, would I be with the mother of my child while having a kid? Absolutely. But this world isn't perfect. Things aren't perfect. And from just from being married and going through a divorce and just from even thinking about how things were when me and my ex dated, there were a lot of lessons that I took from that. And again, I have nothing but respect for the mother of my child. She's a great mother. She's a great person. And anytime I can put that out there, I'm always going to put that out there no matter what happened between me and her. Because what happened between me and her That was between me and her. We understand the whole situation. And that's all that needs to be said. No matter what was said by me and her in the past to other people, 
we're at a point now to where we understand, hey, whatever happened, happened. And now we got a son to raise. And we can't be out here playing these games with each other and getting other people involved because we have a son. And he's got to see that love and be loved. So from that, yeah, I had some lessons I learned in dating. Just from that, lessons I learned about my interaction with, you know, uh, women in general. It's a big difference that you go from being a person who is by yourself. And granted, you all have to remember my the transition I made was I don't want to say odd, but I was raised in church, joined the military, basically did my th- own thing for a number of years until I came out to California, got back into church. I was talking about that earlier. And then I meet someone who I decide that, hey, I want to. Uh, spend the rest of my life with this person and get married to this person so my transition wasn't too bad because it's not like I went from being like a single dude doing his thing which by the way I'm not condu- I'm not a uh, condemning right if you do what you do that's fine I'm just telling you my circumstances I went from a single dude doing his own thing to being a guy who was basically kind of in church or it was in church pretty deep involved so I, I really had like a do things the right way by the Bible, the way I was raised mindset. So it really wasn't so much of a I'm doing my thing. Now I'm dating somebody and I'm married. It's like I kind of I started to prepare myself for going down that road. So the transition wasn't bad, but that's still a big transition. Like to go from being single and by yourself, no matter what you have going on, to go to living with someone and living with a woman and I have nothing against women. I was raised in the house of them. But you got to understand, men and women, we are different when it comes to a lot of things. And so it's not only about understanding, hey, how is a woman, how may a woman be different from you as a man? But how is she different from me as a person? So I, I learned some lessons, some hard lessons, right? And dating. Getting to know someone. And these are lessons for myself. Understand this, when I talk about lessons learned, every lesson isn't going to be universal or applied for everyone. You have to learn these lessons for yourself. These are lessons I learned for myself. What is an appropriate amount of time for me to feel like I know someone or know someone well enough to be able to move forward with them? That's a lesson I learned. What am I willing to do in the talking the getting to know, the dating phase, the engagement phase, leading all the way up to that wedding day. What are the things that I'm willing to do? What are the things that I'm willing to put up with? And unfortunately, when it comes to lessons learned, a lot of this stuff is retroactive, right? Like you have to look back after you've gone through what you've gone with. I think I used that word right. If I didn't, I apologize. Retrospective. I think that's the word I'm looking for. I'm going to sit here and hope that retrospective is a word. I know retrospect is a word. I'm going to hope that retrospective is a word because if it's not, y'all going to be sitting here laughing at me and telling me, I don't know what the heck I'm talking about, but you know what? I just made up a new word. If retrospectively is not a word. So bam, there you go. Radio Gibby. It's my show. I get to do what I want. But anyways, Not to digress too much. A lot of lessons that you learn are you you learn it in retrospect. Like you don't get to stop, pause, go back in time, stop something from happening and then move forward. 
you might be able to stop something while it is happening actively and apply a lesson. But a lot of times you don't realize that you learn something until something has actually already happened. And I mean, that means that we deal with consequences because of that. Our life ends up being in a certain way of things go down that we don't want to go down because we don't know while things are happening that maybe I should not do this or maybe this is something that should happen another way. So we learn lessons in retrospect or as the old saying go, which still remains true to this day, hindsight is 2020. It's easy to look back and think, hey, this could have been done this way or this could have been done better or just kind of using a, a sports analogy. We love Monday morning quarterbacking ourselves. If you know what that means. You come into office after a big game on Sunday night and you tell everybody what you would have did if you were the quarterback or what the quarterback should have did if he was in that situation and what the coach should have did and what the whole team should have did and basically your Monday morning quarterback. And we do that to ourselves all the time. We look back in hindsight and think about what we should have done and sometimes we beat ourselves up and hey, I talked about that in a prior podcast Learn from the past. Don't live in it. Check that one out if you want to know more about what I'm talking about. But yeah, that was a lesson I had to learn through all the way through dating my ex to actually getting married to actually going through the whole process of a divorce and even having to raise a child with her, even though we're no longer together. That's a lesson. Many lessons there that I had to learn. But through all that, yeah, I learned some lessons in dating. And those are some lessons that I've had to apply recently. If I understand that going down a certain road with someone a certain way is going to be unhealthy for me in the long term, then I have to actually apply that lesson that I've learned because application is key and stop myself from going down that road. Because the truth of the matter is, is whatever we do, it has consequences. And yeah, I'm focusing on the negative consequences this time because most of the time, we either don't think about positive consequences or we're, we're too busy focusing on the negative. So this isn't me about me focusing on the negative. Y'all know I'm all about small victories and enjoying the small things. But for the purposes of this podcast, yeah, I'm talking about avoiding negative consequences. Right. Be good to yourself. Another podcast plug peace of mind. Right. That's another episode. A few episodes back. Check that one. Check that one out if you haven't. Do things for the peace of mind. Apply the lessons that you have learned over the last two, three, however many years to help you out with your decision making. Because it's pointless to go through things and put yourself through things if you aren't going to take anything from it. With all the bad that happens in life and all the things that we can't control, if you aren't going to do anything, if you are going to do anything, if there's one thing that you can do, It is to take something from whatever you deal with and whatever you go through and use that for the betterment of yourself. What is the point of going through these things and putting ourselves through them if we are only going to repeat them once more? Application is key. As I said before, I started to think about the road that I was starting to go down with this person. And I realized 
that based on what I've learned and the things I've done in the past, that maybe going down that road wasn't the best thing for me to do. Application is key. I had to apply what I learned. Had some lessons learned in money management. I have a son now. I can't go out and spend money the way that I used to. You know, being in the military and being single, even at the the rank that I'm at, not too bad. It's crazy because I look back at home and I, I was still, and even to this day, able to do more than a, a lot of people who are a lot further on, quote unquote, in life than I am. Which is, again, something I don't take a, for granted and that that's not a stunt. You know, because in all honesty, a lot of the things that I'm able to do, I'm able to do it because I was taught good money management as a child. So I was able to carry that through the rest of my life and I still have. But I have learned other lessons in money management. Understanding how I need to prioritize my funds. Eating out less. Y'all, it costs so much to eat out. Like I started to I, I went back through my bank account. And like, just start to look at how much money I was spending from eating out. Talk about dating lessons and money management. That kind of gets tied in together because honestly, I was always the guy who was taught that um, you pay for everything. You pay for every meal. And that's the discussion we can have. And maybe the kickback with Gibby uh, episode that we're going to do. But uh, I had to learn how much I was putting up with dating. Now, for me, dating is something that I factor into my spending. Um, I think that that's a wise thing to do. But just because I'm dating you now, I mean, I got to like back up the Brinks truck for everything. And I got to drop money on every single, you know what I'm saying? Like there's a balance there, right? And, you know, granted that that balance you have to find with that person that you're with, everyone's going to be different. But yeah, I mean, like that's one of the advantages of when I like, was not on Tinder. You know, I talked about that before in, in one of the, the kickback episodes. I'm not on Tinder. I ain't got time to be out here trying to pay for everybody's meal and drinks. Not saying that every woman wants a man to do that. I know y'all independent. And shout out to all the women I've met lately who offer to pay and actually mean it. They're not just offering to pay to seem like they're cool. I've actually met a lot of chicks lately who like they'll actually pay. Like they real about that. So shout out to y'all. But money management, right? I can't go and spend $80 in the club or the bar on drinks every other weekend. That's $160 or 120 And some of y'all are like, hey, what bar are you drinking at? Hey, military people can drink, y'all. And when we go out, we like we tend to buy drinks for everybody around us. That's how we all do. That stuff adds up after a while. So... Start pre-gaming more at the house, have some more stuff at the house. And this might seem like may seem like shallow money management stuff, but this isn't the podcast about your finances, right? Like we're all normal people here. We do normal stuff here. Let's keep this real. I love movies. I'm a big movie buff. I don't go to the movies as much anymore. Why? Because I have a pretty good entertainment setup at my crib. So I like to watch movies at my crib. It's a pretty good experience. I'll take that. Little things, right? All the lessons that I've learned 
and money management when looking back and saying, hey, this is a, a, a lesson that I have to apply now, especially more so than ever, because I have a son and he is my priority when it comes to where my funds are going, because my son has to eat. My son needs shelter. My son needs whatever he needs. And of course, being the dad that I am, I want to do some stuff for him that he wants and do stuff with him together as a family. Me and him. So, yeah, there are things that I had to reprioritize with my money management. I had some lessons in my interactions with people that I've learned over the last couple of years. Learning not to bring my problems to work. Understanding that people, even more so than I've always known my whole life, people just want to know that they are being treated like a person. And in some cases, in a lot of cases, people want to know that you actually care. They want to feel like they care. Smiling more. Your boy didn't need braces, but I went out and got some braces. Straighten up my smile a little bit more. People used to always ask me growing up on, on in pictures and stuff, why do I never smile? Why don't I smile a lot? Well, part of that is because the men in my family, at least on my dad's side, don't typically smile. You can see that from my dad, my brother, my uncle, my grandfather who, who passed away. And granted, none of this, it's not like they all got monster teeth or, or their grill messed up. You know, none of my none of them have messed up grills or anything like that. But that was just something that I decided, you know, to do. Was I not smiling because my teeth were messed up? And eh, not really. It's not like and a lot of my friends or, or people that know me, they're like, well, did you even need braces? Eh, it's, it's debatable. It was one of those things where like the orthodontist was like, nah, you good. And then when they actually like got in, like started to look around and like take like uh, do examinations and stuff and then like started really examining things. They was like, yeah, you uh, you might want to get this fixed because you might have some problems later on down the road. And I was like, yeah, I can kind of feel, I can kind of tell that based on the fact that when I get up, you know, my gums are sore from biting down, like, it's a little bit more of a surface thing. But in the process of that, I learned that smiling actually can put people at ease. And and again, that's a lesson that I learned from when I was involved in church as well. My pastor came up and told me, he was like, when people get to know you, they know that you're a really great guy and they really like you. But. Because you don't smile a lot, you come off as a little standoffish and people are are unsure of what your intent is. They don't know if they want to talk to you or they they they, they're not sure if you're friendly or not. And if you know me, you know, I at least like to believe I like to think that I'm one of the most friendly people that, you know, if you know me or that I know, I'm a pretty friendly guy. I might have some past I'm not going to say lovers but there might be a couple of women in the past who may disagree maybe I don't know depending on how petty they want to be but I like to believe that I'm a pretty friendly guy and so smiling more and interacting with people more on a personal level is some as a lesson that I've learned and that I apply I try to always talk to someone when I'm in a room I'm not that chatty Kathy, you know, that person who is going to talk your ear off on the plane when you're trying to chill. Like when I get in certain situations, I just want to be left alone. And I know a lot of people are like that. 
but it seems that wherever I go, there's always someone who wants to talk to me or interact with me. And it's crazy because I've learned some of the craziest things or I've gotten great perspective from people I never would have thought just from talking to them or interacting with them. And I've been able to take some of that stuff. I'll give you an, a perfect example of that. We all know Uber drivers like to talk. Most of them. A lot of them. And so uh, this was back when I was in Arizona, actually. Um, I was out and about. I was passing through there. And I learned one of the most profound things. And, and you know, actually, this actually, you know what? I stand corrected. This was not in Arizona. This was on my way to an airport, I believe, uh, going somewhere. But I learned I was having a conversation with this Uber driver. And, and, you know, if you talk to a lot of Uber drivers, a lot of them are just doing that to get a little money on the side or because they're bored. Like my uncle drives Uber and he doesn't need the money. He's got three checks, three retirements. He doesn't need the money. He literally does it because he doesn't want to sit around the house bored. But anyways, this one Uber driver, like he told me he was like, you know, he learned some stuff from we we're talking about our, our relationships and stuff. And I think that was when I was going through my divorce and everything. And it's crazy because he was like, you know, a lesson that he learned was that when it's all said and done, when it comes to dating and like relationships, people don't always remember everything that was done they remember the way you made them feel and like that was so profound to me because i was like dang is that why if you think about it think about that person who you had a relationship with you know or anything with whether y'all dating or y'all just a thing or whatever and y'all did this y'all went here y'all did that y'all experienced this and then think if there's a person who you did less with, but you feel so much stronger about. That's like, that was so profound to me. I was like, dang, he's right. It's not always about everything that goes down, whether it be good or bad. It's about how that person made you feel. That's what you're going to remember. That's what you're going to stick to. And that's why when people are in such bad situations, even though on the surface it doesn't look bad, they try to get away from that because they understand how that person makes them feel. I was like, wow, I learned this from an Uber driver? And y'all, y'all might not think that's like that. Oh, that's not that deep. To me, that was deep because that was, a, that was something I never understood. Like, I, I never, maybe I understood it on, on a deep level, but on the surface, I, I didn't really comprehend that until it was said to me by Uber driver. And from then on, I started to focus less on what I was actually doing when it came to like maybe a person I was interested in or a person I was with, you know. And I started to focus more on how I made that person feel. Your actions, my actions, which helped me to say things better, to do things in a better way. To be a better person towards them. Because when it was all said and done. Whether I made it with that person or not. I wanted them to know at the end of the day. They always felt great around me. Lessons learned. Dating. Money management. My interaction with people. 
And with that being said, don't forget about the lessons that have helped you get to where you are now. There are things that I've always been doing, lessons that I've learned early on in high school, middle school, as a child, that I sometimes have to think about and reflect on those because, you know, at some point in time, you just start applying and you don't know that you're applying. You just do things because you do. It's it's who you are. It's what you're about. But I start to think about those things. And the and how they have gotten me to where I am. I did talk a little bit about money management. And that's always been something that I've been pretty good at. So that has gotten me to where I am to an extent, to a point, right? I started thinking about my work ethic. And how to me showing up on time has always been important. And working hard has always been important. And that's helped get me to where I am. The reason that you're hearing this now, that this thing is being put out on a Monday, whether it be late on Monday or early on Monday, is because I've learned lessons about being consistent and about how important that is. And until it's time for this mid-season break or the season break, and until it's time for me to uh, end up taking a break because I can't do it or because I can't put it out until those circumstances come about. I'm putting this thing out every Monday because I've learned lessons in the past that maybe I'm not always good at, but I've learned that consistency is very important when it comes to many aspects of your life. I've simple things of like staying out of trouble, staying out of trouble has And when I say stay out of trouble, that might mean different things to different people, right? You know, but to me, like, when I talk about staying out of trouble, it's like not going out and doing stuff that's stupid that you know may end you up into a bad situation, whether it be at work or with the law or with your family, whatever the case may be. And and people, we always got that, oh, you lame, oh, you scared. Man, I'm 30. Okay, I'm not 30. I'm about to be 28. But for the purposes of this conversation, I'm 30, man. Almost. Couple years. Man, what I look like out here doing stupid. Man, I got a whole kid. What I look like doing stuff that's going to get me in trouble with the law. Because I know better. Come on, y'all. Who am I trying to impress? Who am I trying to impress? And, and. I mean, everybody does dumb stuff, but I mean, back in the day, like I've done some stupid stuff and I'm not going to sit here and and say, oh, I've done illegal things or whatever. Your boy is not about to incriminate himself. So let's go ahead and just keep that real. I am a law abiding citizen. I abide by the law. I'm just going to say that we're not going to try to sit here and play games and try to figure out what has Gibbs done in his past that ain't even what I'm trying to get at but what I am trying to get at is for my life the way I was raised I've always been taught to hey man you you do certain things you follow certain rules and you act a certain way because in all honesty man especially out here you can follow the law and in today's climate still end up getting shot So what I look like out here increasing my chances. 
And I saw this dude steal a candy bar from a hotel um, snack bar or whatever you want to call it, store. Like, for real, man, you grown and you stealing candy bars. Is it is that candy bar really worth what could happen if you end up getting caught? Because nowadays, like, people want to lock you up for stupid stuff like that. I don't have time to end up in situations like that. And trust me, I'm the first one to tell you that when life goes wrong, you start playing things more fast and loose. And sometimes you start saying, screw the rules, forget about this, forget about that. And again, this isn't a lesson on being a law abiding citizen and morality and stuff like that. But for me, as a personal lesson, something I've tried to apply for for my life, I try to stay out of trouble. I try not to put my situ- myself in situations that I feel like will put me in a bad spot. I've learned those lessons growing up. I've been in those situations before. That's not what I'm trying to be about. That's not what I'm trying to do. We all make mistakes, but the key is learning from your mistakes and moving forward and applying them. We talk about all these lessons and everything. Work on dropping your old habits and starting new ones. Reflect, reflect on the last two years, reflect on the last three years. Look at the habits, look at the things that you do that may not be good for you. And look at how many of those habits go against the lessons that you have learned. Because once you start to apply those lessons, you may be able to start new, better habits. There are tons of books out there. One of my favorite books, The Power of Habit. What a great book. I strongly recommend you read that. Looking at those lessons can change just the way you go about life every day for the betterment of yourself. As I say before, there's no point in going through what we have gone through and making the mistakes that we have made and being in situations we have been in only to repeat what we have done in the past. To have the same negative or similar negative consequences. There's no point in that. Life's not perfect. We're not perfect. We're going to keep making mistakes. Things are going to keep happening. But you never know how looking back and applying what you have learned. You never know how that could really make a big impact in your life in a positive way. Hey, look, you all are awesome people. And I'm going to keep speaking that into you. No matter who you are, I believe that you're an awesome person. And if you feel like your life isn't where it should be, just remember, there's always potential there for everyone. You just got to find a way of tapping into that. And in that process, just learn to not self-destruct. You are not a self-destructive person. Not by nature. By nature, we are survivors. We are meant to survive. We do what we have to do to survive. And to me, life is more than about survival. It's about getting the best out of it, myself, and the people around me. So I'm going to do what I got to do to apply those lessons. Go back. Look at those lessons that you've had. 
apply them drop those bad habits start new habits live life to the fullest live your best life be great in life don't worry about all the bad things that have happened or that could happen pick yourself up do something good for yourself know that you can make it take all that potential you have and turn it into something great because when it's all said and done you're a great person i know that you can do it and i'm sitting here rooting for you and helping that we can go down this path and be great together all right everyone that concludes this episode of radio with gibby i appreciate you listening and if you're listening to this this may it means that you made it through the whole thing so thank you for getting this far hey look we got a lot of cool things coming up before i get to that don't forget to rate and review should be five stars if the rating isn't five stars it should be the highest rating if it's not the highest rating then i know that you're hating on me and that's okay because at least i know that you're hating on me right so anyways yeah go ahead and review rate hit me up hit the inbox up you know i go through those moments too with my inbox be dry or whatever hit me up with something you want me to talk about all my supporters thank you so much always always and like i said we got some things coming down the line a lot of planning goes into some of this stuff because it is a one-man show with that being said if you want to help out in any type of way or contribute in any type of way to the production of this show to anything then i will never ever turn down the help but when at the end of the day hey your boy no matter who's with me i'm gonna do this thing kickback with gibby we're doing that part three y'all go ahead and listen to kickback with gibby part two We'll eventually be taking the part two episode down because that's basically going to get restructured and re-edited and re-uploaded. I don't know how long that process is going to take or when that process is going to be done. It could be a while, but go ahead and listen to that episode now while you can. It's a great episode. I've said it before in one of my other podcasts, the acoustics on it aren't the greatest, but the content is fire. Still looking for a crew to do number three with. I've got some people in mind and that episode is going to be happening sooner than later. And hey, my birthday is coming up, so I'm going to be doing some stuff for me. One of the things is the artist page or whatever the public page on Facebook is going to be released around that time. We got that happening and some samples of some of the stuff I've been working with, with music and writing is going to be released as well. Yes, I do more than podcasts. I do more than Air Force stuff. I do more than be a father to my child. I am a multifaceted person. There are many different things about me within my personality and the things that I do. I'm not one dimensional and neither should you. So yeah, I do music and I don't care what you think about it. I do it for me and I share it with the people who want to listen. And I write. And one day, hopefully you'll be reading my book, right? I don't know that's just that confidence I have right because I want to go out here and live the life that I want to live and do things for me and you should too go ahead and do that thing that you've been wanting to do stop worrying about what other people got to say forget them this your life they not living it they not paying your bills they not breathing for you they not getting up and going to work for you every day at 6 a.m 7 a.m whatever time it is you do you you go be great for you forget about all that other noise so yeah that's coming up and hey, 
like I said, this train is leaving the station, y'all. It's leaving the station. I say this, been saying it for a while now. Get on board with Radio with Gibby. Get on board with this podcast. Get on board with this movement because this thing is getting good. Hey, they starting to notice. People starting to notice. And you want to be the first one to get on board. You want to get the premium seats. You want to be one of the prime people that's involved. Because I'm telling you, man, this thing is going great. It's getting real good. And again, I can't do none of this without y'all supporting me. Without y'all being here, backing me up, giving me reviews, giving me feedback, giving me that positive energy. I appreciate all that. So if you're not down with it, get down with it. We're going to be doing some great things. It's moving. We leaving the station. We out here. So anyways, you already know this concludes the latest episode of Radio with Gibby. And as I always say, I love to live life and live our shell. Y'all be good because y'all some good people. And I'll talk to you next time on Radio with Gibby.